Howdly doodly do. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fashionably Late Review Podcast. The only podcast that out there that is truly fashionably late on purpose. But we don't care because we're going to be reviewing some games either way. And joining me today is, as always, the glorious, the fabulous, Amy Kate Alexander. How are you doing, sweetheart? I'm good. Uh, we're talking about getting a fidget spinner from our fidgetiness. And I'm just fidgeting with with this bracelet at the moment. So. <laughs> I've been thinking of that myself. I was thinking, should I get something to, to, like a fidget spinner? Because I get fidgety sometimes as well. I'm just watching something. And I was thinking, so instead of looking at my phone, I can just spin shit. Yeah. Last time on what I'm meant to be doing. Last <laughs> time on social media is preferred. Preferred. It <laughs> yeah. truly is. But Amy, we're not alone. Just like last week, we are joined by a person from a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Absolutely. Glorious, fabulous elf. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. Is that all? Is it? Yep. She's not like glorious. us, really. She's not barely hanging on. She's like, well, well, no, I am fantastic. <laughs> well, then we are going to be talking about not one. Not two, not three, but four games. It's fabulous. It's amazing. One is Wildermyth. I think that's how I said it. Is it right? Yeah, Wildermyth. Wildermyth. Fabulous. Overboard, Dark Alliance, and The Crisis Tales demo. It's fabulous. It's amazing. It's like we've played games, especially me. I've played games. Sometimes I don't and just chat on this podcast and just ask questions. But no, this time I'm actually talking about games. How crazy of an idea this is for the internet poor moody last but... week oh my god <laughs> <laughs> me and joe just like ratchet clack ratchet clack ratchet clack we was just like don't have a playstation <laughs> 5 kind of want one amy won't let me get hers understandable because <laughs> she knows she wouldn't get it back until we probably <laughs> but either way <sighs> Scalpers, stop taking them. I kind of sleeve one, please. Just, I have the money. I mean, let's face it, even if you moved in together, you still wouldn't get it back. That's true. It's probably gone in a communal room. Yeah. Like, either way, which is fine. But I'll still have to text to say, can I play on it? <laughs> a communal room which will end up with Amy's bed knit. Yeah, something like that. I yeah. fucking hope not. One of, the, one, of the, one of the key things about this room that I'm hoping for is that like I can finally record a podcast or a stream from a room that does not have a bed in the background. <laughs> That'd be nice. That'd be nice. I'd like some boundaries between. I'd like some boundaries between my online life and where I sleep. <laughs> because let's be fair, not much else is happening in that thing right now. Oh bless! I know. It's, it's just it's fine. Whole, a whole pride month. Condolences, high five, Amy. Thank you. Well, condolences, high five. <laughs> <laughs> you get that reference, ladies and gentlemen. You're awesome. We'll just say that right now. But we're going to start with the first game, and that is Wildermyth, de developed by World Walkers Games LLC. Uh, on it is on. Let me see. What is it on? Is just PC. PC. Yeah, PC, only on PC. PC. It was released June 15th, 2021. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we are fashionably late. And this is how fashionably we are. We are literally late by three weeks. But either way, on open, right? 
Mm-hmm. Not that late, but still cool. So, like, we're cool. We're still cool, yeah. We're the cool people. We played the game a lot. Well, two, two you are. No, I, I haven't got it yet. It's on my wish list. Yeah. See how this discussion goes. Oh, Moody. Oh, <laughs> Moody. I, this podcast hasn't even happened yet, and I convinced one person to buy it, and four of the people have it on their wish list. <laughs> I don't like that you can see that I add things to my wish list. I kind of want to unfriend you now on, on Steam. But I feel like if I do that, I kind of lose a few games that I have installed right now that are someone else's right now. But either way, right now on Open Critic, this game is a top critic average of 87 and 100% critic rating. Recommendation. My goodness. It's 100 100% critics recommend this game, even though it only has an 87 on the top critic rating. It's really weird. The algorithm's crazy, but who cares? We're going to start with you, Elf, Will the Myth. Absolutely love it. Well, that's it, it ladies and gentlemen. Thank yeah. you very much for joining <laughs> us. There, I'm now going to buy this game, and now buy. Boy, see you later. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, Elf, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely rubbish with tactics, and this is it's, it's a tactics game, but... I absolutely just adore it. Just the fact that I said, I think I said this in my stream, but it was, it's the closest I've ever felt a game get to an actual D and D campaign. Um, yeah, it's a, t- a tactics game, but there is an awesome story behind it. It's yeah, it's procedurally generated, but you really do feel like you connect with, with your characters. You feel like you develop a story with them. Um, and despite the fact I managed to get my entire party killed, um, it's just, it's brilliant. The replayability of it as well, because it's procedure generated, because everything is, is different every time you play it. Um, it's just one of these games where you can dip into, do a battle, come back to it, to come back to it later, or spend hours and hours and hours playing it. Um and I can see Amy's making faces over there. Go on, Amy. How many hours have you played? Lots. <laughs> Lots. <laughs> You're like, it's something you can dip into. Uh, uh, or play for hours and hours and hours. So you know when you were saying, like, oh, we've had time to do the Mass Effect thing. And I was like, I'm, I was busy. Gestures yeah. towards gameplay on YouTube video. I was busy. <laughs> I was washing my hair. No, I was playing. I was playing Wild with for a great deal of my hair, my time <laughs> off. Like, so yeah, right. This game has this. So like, I'm just going top level. I'm not going to get into any major specifics right now. Like this game, like combines uh, gameplay and choices. And procedurally generated storytelling and scripted storytelling, like nothing you've ever played before, like, Definitely <laughs> like nothing at all. Like you start off, you start off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run a little bit of a story here. So you start off with um with like three random characters, right? Like that you can you can mess around with their stuff. You can change their their gender identities, and you can change their sexualities. You can do a few things, but. You start off and there's these three characters and they're completely random and you don't know anything about them and you don't know who they are. And then you start going on an adventure with them. There's five campaigns, um, like proper campaigns. And then there's like, you can literally just go, I fancy doing a completely procedurally generated three-act campaign. Click, and you can just do that. It's great. 
but um like you go on this journey with them and by the end like these strangers and all the other characters that you meet throughout your adventure and like form a party with it's like in fact the best way i could describe it is i cried i cried at the end i had such a perfect beautiful ending to my to my to my first campaign um where everybody had gone off and, and the game takes place over like decades like um i think it was like 30 something years where this game story just happened and like a bunch of stuff happened you know we're fighting gorgons and they're gonna try and destroy the world and in between i'm getting all of these cool side stories with the characters where they find like one of them found like a lost ancient library um another one we found a found a toad it's on the screen right now we found like this toad and it was like kiss me i'm a prince i'll turn into a prince and one of the characters did it and then it, it did turn into a prince not a human prince and it just ran <laughs> off screaming vengeance and everybody was like oh that was weird like <laughs> but like i got to the got to the end the fight the final fight and like two of my characters have gotten married it's awesome and like they had this nice little this nice little talk the night before the final battle, and then you go into the final battle, fighting you know there's this big fuck off Gorgon god that's like gonna fucking fuck everything up, right? It's just gonna destroy everything, and like everybody's fighting, a party's been like split across like all of these enemies that are coming, and like one one of my 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 character Kuriana she she got hit moody, she was down she was down zero hit points. And at that point, it was like she can retreat, maimed. It, it happened to one of my other characters earlier in the story. Like she's she's maimed, but she'll survive. But it's the last fight of the campaign. Or she can she can do a massive amount of damage. Like I'm gonna take you with me, bang. Or she can give this inspirational speech, like that gives everybody extra armor. And I was like. Well, I don't want to. I don't want this character to die because we've been playing. I've been playing this for like hours and hours and hours. But like the fight's not going well. The fight's going really, really badly. <laughs> like t- tons of monsters have still got to take their turn. If I give everyone extra armor, we might live long enough to kill the final boss. <laughs> so did it. She's she does her thing. She's someone's wife who's also on the battlefield. She dies, everybody gets the armor, survives the turn, we kill the boss, the credits start rolling, you get all these cool scenes of like what people did after the after the campaign, and I was just like, I have to go away now and sit outside for a bit and and just like decompress this emotional journey I've been through with th- with like a bunch of random ass randomly generated characters in a story that is mostly procedural. Like <laughs> It wasn't scripted, and the moment I just described wasn't scripted either. Like, fuck, this game's amazing. Sorry, it's all gone. I I love the way it's written like that. So uh, my first character that died, um, well, the first one I retreated. Um, So they they get two two chances, basically. Um, They can retreat maimed um, and come back after once they've they've sort of healed up a bit um, and come back. But if they die again then that's it they're completely gone um and that happened to my first character and the you get again more choices as to whether you want to have them to be remembered or whether you want to bury them quietly and they'll be be for be forgotten um and the way your characters react to that is just it's heartbreaking really um and it's so well 
it's like a st I love the graphical side of it. It's like a storybook, and everything looks like paper cutouts. Which again, I love that style, um, and it really does feel like you're in a story with them. You're creating this story again. Going back to D and D, it really does feel like feel like that. Um, but yeah, it, it, you do get a connection with your characters despite the fact that they're randomly generated which yeah and and, and despite the procedure like so there is a story like if you choose one of the five main campaigns there is a story like that you follow mm -hmm. like in the in the first main campaign for example because i don't really want to talk about the other ones right because i don't want to spoil shit for anyone so like i'll just i'll just focus on the first one in the first one because there's like five different types of, of enemies and each one has their own campaign and the first one it's the gorgons they're they're fucking shit up and basically trying to end the world and like that that's all going on that's 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 the main sort of focus of it but like in like in between that like every time you go to a battle there's a scene right every time you 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 come out of a battle there's another scene and on these scenes like unless they're like unless you're doing like the first or last sort of story beat of of an act um, and there's like three or five acts depending on the campaign you're in like they're all procedurally generated like Avril I tuned into Avril's stream I watched the VOD and like <laughs> I watched a bit of it I skipped at the end because I wanted to see I wanted to see like what happened at the end and I was like you were doing shit I'd never even seen and I've played this game for a long time and I was like holy shit like you're fighting people like I didn't even know that was yeah. possible like <laughs> what's happening here and like the it threads itself really, really well. So, like, this random plot point of of a character, like, finding something, for example, like a, sh a fire shrine or something, it becomes this seeded plot point that then carries on throughout the rest of this, the rest of this story arc. And, it, and it, it feels so naturally, like, woven together. Like, there's no point where you can go, well, that was just random, right? Like, no, it never feels like that. It's, it's fucking witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they did it. Well, easy. You're selling me on this game. I'll say this right now. You're not. You're selling me on this game. I love this type of thing because, like, obviously, I'm playing for the Mass Effect trilogy right now, and I love that just for the characters alone. Yeah. Just for its characters alone. The characters I've absolutely, I always, I've always fallen in love with in that, in that, in that game, along with like Dragon Age Inquisition. That I fell in love with the characters. It's the thing that drives anything ladies and gentlemen i just want to reiterate that game or film or tv show it's the characters not the sh not the story if you want a story watch a michael bear movie because you ain't gonna get a story either so anyway but um you're selling me on it brilliantly so what are the biggest standouts out of it you know, you've said the characters and everything like that and the prestige and the and like obviously you can go in different directions and everything like that. is there anything else that stands out for you I mean, I've got a few. I want to just like jump on the back of of what we were just talking about, like really quickly, and say that this trick works more than once. Like, I figured I'd gone through this one campaign, right, start to finish. I did it all in one sitting, right. I was like, fucking Jesus. Um, and then obviously I walked away, and I was like, and I was I was thinking like, I've just gone on this amazing journey with these characters in this story. There's no way that like I know the tricks though. I know I know what this game's what this game's got. There's no way it's gonna do it again. I'm not gonna connect with this next random group of characters the same way that I connected with the previous group of characters. Moody, I was wrong. <laughs> I was yeah. so wrong. And it happened again and again and again. It just keeps happening. Like you just you get these random 
people, you, you form a, an adventuring party, and you just go on this cool fucking story. And every time it gets it tooks in the end. And I've got more, but I want to let Avril jump no, in as well. Exactly the same. Um, to me, it's like I, I, I said. I said before, it feels the closest to a D and D game that I've ever played a computer game. Um, yeah, like even more so than Dungeons and Dragons. Exactly. I did it a few yeah. a few episodes back where I was reviewing that uh, Celesta, mm. a, a game that is actually based on Dungeons and Dragons, and I was like, it really, it, they've really, they've re-, and I said to Moody in that in that episode, I said they've really captured the mechanics, like the combat mechanics and the and, and the, the the skill checks and the stuff of Dungeons and Dragons, but it just doesn't feel like Dungeons and Dragons because it's a single player RPG. And we said at the end of that discussion. I'm just waiting for that one game that just feels like Dungeons and Dragons. It turns out I don't have to wait that long. Because, <laughs> like, you're right, this game is just really yeah. feels like you've just gone through a D&D campaign yeah. in the best way, like, possible. It's got that that story-driven aspect to it, which is what makes a D&D. And if you feel like you are making those choices matter. You know, they really matter. It's not like... Yeah. Oh, I'll just pick this option. It's like, yeah, okay, you've got two options. Which one are you going to choose? Because they really are going to matter. And like, you start making choices like based on characters instead of based on mm-hmm. like. So like, even things like, like leveling up, where it's like you every time a character levels up, they get a choice of four different or three or four different abilities where it's just like they're random from like the based on the class that they've got and it's like you could like talk like you'd like like it's like me playing dnt where it's like i don't min max you know i don't min max my character right? i don't give a shit what i'm taking i choose things based on what would be cool for my character to have and it's but you get into doing the same thing here where it's just like instead of going oh i could get this which upgrades this this move that would like make my my fighter even better it's just like yeah but this skill this skill is what this character would have like and so like even when you start even when you start getting into like gameplay stuff and gameplay choices you still make choices based on the characters that are in front of you that's so fucking cool because <laughs> yes. again, like this, everything about them is random. You can literally sit and click the little dice button and just keep randomizing them if you want. At the beginning, it doesn't matter. But <laughs> but by the by the end of, of of a campaign, it 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 does matter. Like it matters a great deal. And that's all you want, basically. If you're going to connect to these characters, you want it to matter in the end and everything. So um, that's really great. Uh, you've said you've got a couple of more things, Amy. Yeah, the legacy system as well. So, like, um, which obviously, like, I've had a bit more experience with. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's the the game is called Welder Myth, right? And and the second half of that word is myth, and that's kind of like like Avril said, like it it's got this storybook style. Like, it literally starts with the character finds a book, and there's some space left in the book, and this is this is it, and they're writing this story into the book. And that's how that's sort of like the setup for every single every single campaign that you do. It's always like, hey, we're just telling a story that goes into this book and like like the 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 general sort of core concept of it is you're just weaving myths and legends. Um and what happens is at the end of a campaign, the characters that were in that campaign, like they become legacy characters. So like you don't like when you fin like when I finished that first campaign and I had this like set of characters who I just like 
I knew like the back of my hand, like they had bios and histories and, and like they changed so much throughout the course of this campaign. It was like, cool. They get added to the legacy pool and these characters can turn up in future campaigns, which I thought at first would be a bit cheap where it's like, you go on this epic adventure with this group of characters and then what, they, they just turn up in someone else's campaign. Like, cause they turn up by themselves. They don't have like, I mean, yeah, like you want to talk about memory issues. It's like if, if like they can't like come with all of their their history and like their, their their character relationships with other characters and stuff. But the way they like, the way I've seen that they insert these legacy characters into future campaigns is really, really clever and really smart. So I got to give them tremendous credit for sort of implementing this mechanic in a way where when I saw it, I was like, ooh, I don't know about that. And then when I saw it in action, I was like yeah all right cool like in my second campaign the the part of the group the party i can't remember you you get to name the party every time and they're always ridiculous names i can't remember what the name was but um they fact they like they, they went down into the and it, this was a procedurally generated story beat this was a side quest where they went in they went into this basement and in this basement there was all these tapestries and there was this one tapestry that was like really fancy and like there was a picture of a, of a person in it and i was like i know who that is <laughs> like they're in my last campaign and then you do the fight and then like you can you can choose to like like mess with the tapestry and basically what happens is like you pull the character out of the tapestry they join the party and it's like they they were trapped in this tapestry and it's like oh shit like i remember like what do you remember and she's like i remember like i was fighting and and, like we were doing something but i don't know where it was and then it's like well do you want to come with us because we're also trying to save the world yeah let's do it and i was like that's so clever (laughs) like it's not just a, a you're not just bringing in like a character with the same name and the same look to like because of nostalgia it's like no they integrated that as part of the story and then it gets so good so good (laughs) (laughs) is there anything else you want to say before i ask my next questions now let's see what you, I want to. I want to get some. Uh, let's let's get some. Let's get some questions. Yeah. How's the combat? Turn base. <laughs> so and it's tactical, but it's... how's it worked for you? Me being not great on tactics, um, like I say, I end up killing my entire my entire party. But <laughs> it's very enjoyable. Um, it's very. I mean. It's it's turn based, obviously, um, but I love the fact that each class has its own different way of doing it. Obviously, you've got the melee fighters in up close. You've got the archers, but you've also got the um, the spellcasters who, rather than actually attacking directly, um, can use the surrounding environments um, to, to 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 attack. So, for example, and it, and it depends what they. Um, they cast their, their their spells on as to how their attacks work. So, you can cast a spell on a table and it'll it'll do splinter. You can cast a spell on a rock and and, it, and it'll throw rocks at at, uh, at, at, at the enemies. Um, and I find that to be really really interesting. It's so um, good, isn't it's, it? Like it's so it's so very, cool. Yeah, it's a very different take on just a standard 
Yeah. Yeah, like you, it's like you, in, like your your spellcaster like infuses with like infuses scenery. Yeah. What's called? Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Again, I've got a lot of hours in this game. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah, they infuse with the scene with like specific parts mm -hmm. of the scenery, and like when you level up, you can you're not just like getting a spell list or whatever. Like, it's not just like I learn new spells. It's like no, you the the spellcasters learn new ways of interacting with specific objects. Mm -hmm. So like they can level up in sort of environmentalists, so they'll get they'll get more sort of options when they interact with like plants and trees. Same thing with like there's fire and stone, earth stuff like that. But like it's like it's like April says, like you 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 infuse with a with a table, and it does like splinter blast, which doesn't do much damage, but it shreds armor. Um, or you can infuse with a campfire, and then you can steal the fire. <laughs> And throw it at an enemy like it, um, and everything has hit points. So like, every time you cast a spell off of off of an object, it takes damage. Or if say for example, if you seal the fire from a campfire, the fire's gone, right? You've used it. Um, so then you infuse with something else. So like, the combat's awesome. It's very. It's got a lot of difficulty options as well. Like you can go all the way at the top, drop the difficulty down, and it becomes like a. It becomes like everyone was saying, it becomes like a storybook game, like a role-playing game, pure role-playing game. Um, and you can go up and make the combat harder and harder and harder, like to the point where you can put it all the way at the top. And it just becomes like this like epic warfare tale of like barely surviving like by the skin of your teeth. Um, but the 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 magic system is is a big standout like and and the fact that like there's only three classes but there's so many different options like wh when you start leveling the characters up like that you could have two two hunters which are like the archer types like they don't have to be they can be sword types like you can literally level a hunter up as a sword fighter like they you can have two people of the same class that are completely different characters a few a few levels in and do completely different things which is really fun in an rpg <laughs> as it turns out okay the ultimate question as you know what's coming to me all games are never perfect so what didn't work for you in this game that's actually quite a tough one <laughs> You can literally say nothing. It's fine. It, it doesn't make a difference because <laughs> it's your personal opinion. It's your personal belief. If you did, if everything worked for you, then that's fantastic. This is a perfect. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> and we all played the perfect game last year. It's called The Last of Us Part Two, ladies and gentlemen. You heard of we you heard us speak about it last year. Has no controversy whatsoever. But you can't say that while I'm shaking my head. <laughs> people are gonna think yeah. that. People are gonna think that I think. <laughs> Um, it needs a confirm action button. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's all I've got. I'll, I'll do that. Definitely. Like Definitely when you, yeah, you can you can accidentally like do stuff like move a character or infuse with yeah. the wrong thing or attack the wrong thing or. Yeah, actually, I did find that a bit of a niggle. Um, sometimes it's especially if you've got like two characters really close to each other and you're trying to infuse with something that's in the middle. It's really hard to actually click on it. Um, I think sometimes it can, it can be that can be a bit because you have to click on really almost at the base of it to into to infuse with it. Yeah, but like got two two characters in front of them, it's it's virtually impossible to. 
yeah, it's like the game yeah, looks. Is... Yeah, the game looks amazing. Like mm -hmm. the, it's paper. It's based on like papercraft, so it looks like a papercraft world, which is just fucking outstanding. But like because of that, you can't move the camera around. Like you can't spin yeah. it or anything like that because obviously, like everything is designed to be seen from one one direction. Um. So like, yeah, it's like. <laughs> Like if you've got like three things in front of in like in like a row because it's grid based. If you've got like three things in a row and you're trying to click on the thing at the back and it's like oh man like I, like you know I gotta try and click this thing that I can barely sort of see and it's just like yeah like a confirm action button would be yeah. would be helpful yeah. in that regard. That's it. That's my criticism. Yeah. And I had to really struggle to think of that. Yes. <laughs> You really, really like this game, Amy. Is it a bit better in there? Is it does it top near Automata? It well near I mean, replicant. That's it is. Oh, oh, is it now? <laughs> you know me, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to make hyperbolic statements, right? Like I don't. I don't. I don't say things like an overblow things. I never do. This is, for me personally, the game to beat right now. Like. If we're like thinking about January, um, and like game of the year discussions, it's like there's nothing, nothing I've played so far. And don't get me wrong, you can go back watch all the episodes we've done this year. Like I've played, I've played some games I've loved like yeah. greatly. Nothing touches this, like nothing comes close to this. Wow. I think this has to be a big game of game the year. Of the so far, so far, and you obviously. are not going to be touched in the awards ceremonies later. Oh on this God, year. no! Like, like it's it's so difficult to just find people who even know that this the fucking thing exists. It's maddening. Like, like I was looking through, I was looking through Twitter because obviously, like, I was tweeting about the game um, as I was playing it because I just couldn't hold it in. I couldn't wait because I'd started playing it like just after we finished recording Joe's episode la last time, which was like two weeks ago. So I was like, I can't wait two weeks to talk about this. And like, I'm literally like, it's, I'm one of the biggest at the time. I was one of like the biggest people talking about how amazing this game was. And I'm just like, this cannot be real. This cannot be real. Like this, more people need to know what this game is. Yeah. And no, Jeff Keighley's Game Awards will not go anywhere near this. <laughs> First person shooter. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. It's not, it's Honest not a, it, it's not a third person action adventure game <laughs> that's true that's so, true sorry final thoughts elf on wildermuth buy it if you haven't already got it get it <laughs> basically <laughs> amy final thoughts on wildermuth game of the year I will confirm I have now bought this game. Yes. <laughs> I bought it during, during the I, talk. I said, <laughs> while I, said, I was looking away, listening to us again. <laughs> Fine. There we go. I said, like, I, said to you, I said to you the other day when we were in a Discord call, and I said, like, Moody, like, because we you touched on it, right? We touched on Wildermuth yeah. in, in this talk, and I said, Moody, you better be prepared for Sunday night because I have some things to say about this game. <laughs> You did. You did have things to say, Amy, and you said them. But it's now, though, ladies down for me to talk. And yes. And me. And Amy, and Amy. Don't worry, but no one cares about it. That's all right. Um, I'll go if you want. 
Out of the game, our main name we're going to be talking about is Overboard. Available on Nintendo Switch and PC, and I believe also mobile. Uh, developer by developed by Inklet. Inkle. Inkle. Thank you very much. It's a genre's adventure and strategy. The description is. Get away with murder, ladies and gentlemen. Highly replayable detective game where you're the one who done it. From the creators of an of eight from of 80 days and heaven's vault never heard of those games i'm not gonna lie i apologize for that july 1935 <laughs> it's july 1935 a murder a murder has been committed aboard the uss or the us no the ss hook eight hours out of from new york only one problem you did it you can can you get away with murder uh, blackmail a spy, fall in love, murder a rival, cheat at cards, drug a witness, lie, befriend, betray, consult, console, sneak, seduce, steal, borrow, pray, eavesdrop, and kill. There are clues, evidence, suspects, accusations, secrets, and lies all over the place. You'll need all your cunning and charisma to ensure that someone else takes the fall. <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. I had a lot of fun with this game. This game is awesome. It is such a simple, not laid back game because it can really get really tense in this game. But it's just a simple point and click uh, game. Uh, like a, like it says, adventure genre adventure game. game yeah. And it's really, really, really good. The characters are really, really well done. Like, I really like the, every single one. And they're all different and unique. And suspects uh, the suspicion in all of them in different unique ways, and I really, really liked it. I love the main character; I think she's absolutely fabulous. Uh, the voice, the voice actress, she's only has a couple of lines and everything, but she really does a really good job from that. Uh, especially intro, when you, yeah, yeah, especially when she fails because she basically just swears. <laughs> she just swears, oh shit, <laughs> and I like that. And I'm just like, I like to see before just because you swore at the end. I like it. I don't know why. It's so pitiful. I know I'm, that, but you I don't know, care. yeah, yeah. It's like I'm sick of not swearing. Like I think every, I think you should be swearing. Out. Swearing's great. <laughs> but um amy what were your thoughts on this game people? fucking so much fun right like yeah. number one heaven's vault was like one of my top 10 games of 2019 so i take that personally that like, you've never heard of i it. never heard of it. I um no it's fine um it's another game i actually recommended to, to everyone and got it to play and she loves it too <laughs> it's like I'm, my superpower is recommending games to people <laughs> they'll love um so I, when this came out, because this was a surprise release, like no one knew it was coming out. They just went, hey, we're releasing a game. When? Now. <laughs> okay, shit. Um, so that was cool. They did it so none of us could get it on Fantasy Critic. <laughs> um, it's so much fun. Like, you go in and it's like, for, for the concept alone, right, of just being like, it's a murder mystery. Oh, cool. But you did it. Like, the very first thing that happens is you're like out on the deck of the boat with your husband and he just like you know just like little yeah just oh look some dolphins and then you just push him over the boat <laughs> and that's how the game starts every time because it's like a replayable yeah. game and it's just like mint and now you got to get away with it and like your first couple of runs are just like fucked right you are fucked yeah. oh hell yeah <laughs> Emil, you said you fit on wildermyth you killed all your squad i can top that 
with my first playthrough. Oh, you go. I've seen your really so can, the... yeah. So, Amy, you did. You said last night you text. You text me saying you were able to get uh, Lady J to fall asleep. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. For, for Lady L or Lady J? Lady Lady H, I think it is. Lady H, yes. Yeah. So fall asleep by spiking her drink with a sleeping tablet. So I was going for that as well. Yeah. And obviously, I'm very, I'm very, normally, I'm very good, like, saying, okay, so that's what it says, that's what it says, that's what it says. So it gives you two, three options. Two of them were put one, ta- put a tablet in her drink. The other one was put a tablet in your drink. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So I think I've clicked the put a tablet in her drink. I did not realize I pressed the wrong one and put a tablet in my own drink. And then it says, sip, drink up. So I drank up and fell right asleep and was thrown right in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brilliant. Didn't do anything. I just fell asleep in my chair with an old lady in across from me and I'm thrown in jail the next minute. And I was like, how did you know I did something? (laughs) How? I mean, there's a lot of evidence. Yeah, there um, is. <laughs> I think my second playthrough, I... No, I didn't. No. Never mind. I was going to say, like, it wasn't that. It was later on. It's not as funny if it's a later playthrough, and I don't want to spoil it, but... Um, yeah. yeah, like, it's pretty cool. Like, you, you go through, and this game does some cool stuff. It's, it's kind of basically a visual novel. Um... Which is cool. Yeah. Like we do not discriminate here at Where's the Black Games. We like I, I like visual novels quite a bit. Um and you know, you're just making choices and doing stuff. When when it comes to replaying the game, because you're gonna fail your first time, unless like you already know what to do, like you are going to fail because there's some things that you need to do. Like to get an ending where you aren't blamed. There's think there's three, four, four? different endings i think there is where it's basically like you do not get blamed for the murder of your husband um and this like you need to be on it you need to know what you're doing and what you're looking for um because there's like certain events that happen within like because it's time based so like every time you do an action it advances the clock at the top there are certain things you basically need to use straight away (laughs) like (laughs) to, to not get caught um but like as you start replaying it from the first time after you failed like you get um objectives um so like you don't get like all of the objectives in the game all at once but it's like sort of like things that you your character will have figured out to like oh i need to do this to not get thrown in jail or whatever um and also it had the game highlights choices you've already made so like if you're going through dialogue that's the same path that you've already been on the choices that you made previously will be highlighted green so you know you, you know because like it could be quite easy to forget <laughs> like what you've done in the past and make a mistake uh, like that. So like those two things are like really help like because this game is a game. I think a playthrough takes about 20 or 30 minutes um, yeah. from end to end. And like it is it's a game designed to be played through over and over again. So like those two things, I think, are a big part of what let me play it over and over again. Like I, I got my, I got the, I got an ending, a successful ending, shall we say, a partially successful ending, um, after maybe an hour and a half, like an hour, an hour and a half, um, and then after that it was like, do I want to go back and do other stuff and 
figure out what's going on with these other characters. Um, and I was like, yeah, yeah, you know what? I do. <laughs> like, I want to figure some shit out here. So, yeah. like, I went back in, did some stuff, and it's just... There's a lot of moving parts, and as you keep playing through it, and you keep... I told Moody, it's like, push it. Like, pushing the buttons to see what what other stuff can can happen um, in a run. Like, And it's, like, it's fascinating to, like, prod at something and something completely unexpected happens. I love the visual style of this game. It's just point and click, but just the art style. The part, whoever's drawn and did all the, the artistry for the visual novel part is absolutely a genius because it looks so... Like what was it? It's, it says it's in 1935. So you literally feel like you're in the 1930s. The music is right there for say, it as well. Yeah. The music is very works very well for the time. And it's just really, it's just a great little game, and I absolutely adored playing it. I just played it over and over and over and over, and I just realized, wow, I played like like I talked to you when I was speaking to him yesterday. I said I played it like ten times. With I did I didn't succeed with with my first win until. With my ninth time or tenth time, I think I said, yeah, it was just like, it just you get you get into it, you get sucked in because you then find out, wait, there's something else over here. Oh, there's yeah. here. And then you <laughs> yeah, run out of time, right? and then you, it's like, oh no, I didn't do everything. It's like no. it's like the first time where I was like, okay, I think I've I've created a solid a solid ish alibi for myself, like during my first run, and then it was like, get to the end, and and like. At the end of every run, it's like every all the characters get gathered, like it's a proper murder mystery style, and like start going through it and stuff. And and then and then this one guy was just like, "Well, the maid found this in your room," and I was like, "What? I didn't even know that was there. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you doing in my room? <laughs> Son of a bitch!" Yeah. And, I, and then and then I, I'm, <laughs> and then on the next run. I uh I stayed in my room and I made the maid cry. I was like basically told her to fuck off. Get out. <laughs> Do not darken this doorstep again. And I was like, ha, nailed it. I hadn't nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody earrings. Um <laughs> Yeah. Those earrings yeah. caused me so much fucking hassle. Yeah. They really do. They really, really do. The earrings are like the vein of a of the characters that existence in this game. I love are. the characters in this game. Like, mm-hmm. like you kind of have to like per run, sort of like focus down. Like, okay, like this is the character I'm gonna get to to know, and then accidentally roll credits on the game. Um, but like, yeah, like it turns out like every character has a lot of depth, and like they they have their own sort of little story arc. They have their own secrets, and and like you start figuring shit out, and and then you go to the chapel. <laughs> like, oh my god! Did not god. expect that when I went there. Oh, do you want to go for a minute and talk about the chapel? The chapel, you're basically speaking to God, but basically saying, "You know how I am. I'm the devil, and he and he can give you. They can give you um hints of what to do and everything like that. Or say you can do do the." I'll do this. It's like, oh, yeah, like yeah. Do you, it's like, like, oh, how do I do this? And I oh, will try this. But also, like, they're just dragging you the entire time. Like, they're throwing yeah. so much shade at you. It's hilarious. Yeah, like, yeah it really is. <laughs> like, one time I, I donated money at the end of one of my playthroughs and just went, <laughs> like that. I was like, well, I was thinking, yeah, well, I'll take the bugger back. Give us the button to press it. Get it back. They don't give me that. They, they don't, don't give me that. Option, you know, so. it, yeah, shout it out if you even look in the bowl. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, like just figuring out these characters and what they're all about and stuff, and like figuring out their routines, which is obviously important to sort of figure out where they are and where you can be and where you need to be. And like, I was going through the achievements list um, after I was finished playing it yesterday, and I was like, I could 100% this. I think I could figure out how uh, 100% this just because I want to see all the cool writing that Inkle has yeah. done in this game. And also, there are achievements for killing literally everybody. And I'm like, I'm, I want oh, to do that. Yeah. I definitely want to. Yeah. I accidentally killed someone by accident, didn't realize I did. I was like, wait, what? No, I didn't mean to. Oh, ooh, nice. Wait, oh, what have on. you got? Oh, you've got a couple of things I could use. <laughs> nice. I killed someone. I, I, I killed someone out of frustration. Like, I was just like, you know what? Fuck you. And I just pushed him off the fucking board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did that one life. I kind of have a feeling it's the same person. Probably the same person. person. Said, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah. E- fucking earrings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah something like that yeah but no yeah it is such a it is such a simple game the only downside i would say it's that if you were wanting a full in-depth playthrough like to go and like going into different worlds or something like that this is not your this is not the game it isn't you are literally in one spot you are on a boat for literally for about 20 minutes to 30 minutes and it's a game that t- literally tells you to basically to replay it yeah. To get to, to get different endings to try and spread out to find out what else could happen in this game and whatnot. And yep. that's what you need to do for it. If that's not for you, I can understand that for you, ladies and gentlemen. But it's a game you seriously need to give a go. It's like a tenor on Steam. For um like one thing I would say as well, just to like add to that point, is like sometimes you can sequence break the game um by accident. Like there's um like you can do something that so alright I'm just gonna say it so there's there's like there's this thing and I still don't know what it is like that happened but it was like I decided on on one of my runs that I was gonna go down to the chapel because I was like you know what I'm just gonna talk to God I wanna I wanna I, I need, I'll, I'll ask for some hints but it's it's very entertaining <laughs> like to it do is. this so I'm gonna do this and then I walked in and I was like I'm just gonna chat and maybe get some hints about what I do next and like it turns out, like one of the characters had like set up a a trap, <laughs> like where it was like, ah, I missed, I I sent out this, I said this thing, and sent notes, and then I knew that the murderer would turn up, and here you are. And I was like, I never saw that. I don't know what you're talking about. What the fuck is going on? I just decided to walk down, wander down here to talk to the fucking cross, which probably didn't help my case, but. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it was just like oh wait what like what's going on and then like even when you get to the scene at the end where you know he's explaining this and I was like I don't know what you're talking about because I literally didn't know what he was talking about like I was being genuine like what you didn't you 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 ransom ransom what I don't what ransom <laughs> I was eating I was eating dinner and then I came down to the chapel and he just jumped out on me. And uh, so, like, it, it happened a couple of times where it's like I kind of broke the logic flow of the game. Yeah. Um, which was a bit annoying. Because especially because I still don't know in... what he's talking about. I did figure yeah. out what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least obviously that's the thing about it. If you don't find out things about certain characters, things may not make sense for you when they say this, this person's done this or something like that. You're just like, who are you talking about? I never met that person. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. Who yeah. who's saying this? Put them in front of me right now. I want to talk to them <laughs> and everything yeah. like that. But they can't do that. My, like that. I think my favorite one was getting to the end for the first time, having not interacted with 
what turns out to be a pretty critical character, and then that character was in the ending, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Who are you? Like, Where have you been? This has been happening? What? <laughs> so then you go back and talk to him, and I'm just like, oh, it's like that, is it? Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Like, but that's also the cool thing about the game, where it's just like something comes out of nowhere and surprises you, and then you go, next playthrough, yeah. I'm going to figure out what the fuck that was all about. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. On Open Critic right now, Lizzie, this is a, a top critic average of 88 and a 94% critics recommend. This is a highly rated game, a very simple, to-the-point game that it's just uh, simple to learn, but it's hard to master, especially if you want to finish the game and get it like to survive, not go to jail and everything. It's really, it's a cracking game, and I take my cap off to the developers. I literally just was like, huh, just looking on Open Creator, and I was like, oh, what's this game? Okay. Oh. And I just randomly bought it for no reason at all, and I just played it. Shout out it. to indie games this in 2021. Yeah. They're fucking, they're killing it. Shout out to them. Shout out to them, indeed. Well, go and give those two highly rated games there, ladies and gentlemen, that we've talked about so far. Uh... Now it's time to talk about the third game to bring back in Elf. <laughs> can and this I just, is. Can I just what? point out that that transition? <laughs> so we've talked about the two really good games. Now let's talk about yeah. the next game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to draw attention to that transition. Like that. I'm not gonna lie. Dungeons yeah, and wrong. Dragons: Dark Alliance, ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, available on the Xboxes, the Playstations, and the PC. Developed by Tumic Games, uh, published by Wizards of the Coast. The genres is action and RPG. Uh, the description is: Dark Alliance brings to life the world of Dungeons and Dragons in an explosive action brawler filled with real-time combat and dynamic co-op. Right now on Open Critic, it is at a top critic average of 58 and critic recommendation of 13%. So right now this game is not really hitting the spectrum for the critics out there. So we'll go back to you, Elf, because we haven't spoken to you for a bit. What are your what are your thoughts on Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance? For me, I feel like this game probably speaks to you most, and for you, Amy, as well, because you both play and love Dungeons and Dragons. So what are your thoughts, Elf? I've got a lot to say about this game. Um, where to start? So uh, firstly, it's not Dungeons and Dragons. It may be published by Dungeons and Dragons. It's got Dungeons and Dragons in the name, but it's not Dungeons and Dragons. The I'll start with let's start with the beginning. So um, one thing I really hate about games is when they gender lock classes. Um, and with this game, you are given a choice of what's it four characters? I think. Maybe? Yeah, it's like four. I think they're four characters four. from uh, those novels. Yeah. Drizzt. Um So you are you're tied literally to those four characters. You can't you, you, you can't change their stats. You can't change their um, you, you can't personalize them in any way. You can't customize them. Nothing like that. You 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 are those characters, and that's it. You can customize them with gear. <laughs> oh, God, the gear. Oh, God, I'll get to that. What's a, what's a, well, I'll talk about that. Oh, boy. Oh, God, yeah. Um, the co-op is great fun. 
I think the Girl Book Co-op is only great, great fun because we had so much time, so much good fun taking the piss out of the game. <laughs> um, it's, um, yeah. yeah. It's got a good idea behind it. Uh, the execution is pretty bad. Um, it's a good little hack and slash game, maybe. Um, I mean, I played it a little bit solo before we co-opted with it with with Amy, um, and as a basic sort of dungeon crawler type experience, it was enjoyable. Um, it's probably not something I would play like a huge amount, um, but for me. I went in, well, I think I because it had Dungeons and Dragons in the title, because it's published by Wizards of the Coast, I went in expecting a D esque experience. I was expecting the experience that I got with Wildermyth with this. And I didn't get it. No one near. Um I could say as a basic sort of like hack and slash dungeon crawling experience, it's okay. Um but there's just so much wrong with that game that I just I couldn't recommend it. Not certainly not for the price it is as well. Maybe game pass. Ah, uh, this is the Dungeons Dragons Dark Alliance. So obviously it's I mean, I say obviously, I shouldn't I have to I'm trying to curb my use of the word obviously, because things that are obvious <laughs> to me aren't necessarily obvious to everybody else. It's based on uh there was like an old series of games on like PS2 era, um, Dark Alliance. Um games so, like, they were hack and slash games. So, I guess I kind of knew what I was getting into. It's like, Dark Alliance, so it's just going to be hack and slash. I mean, I thought I knew what I was getting into. I have some criticisms about the direction they've taken the game <laughs> away from, from those older games. But, I mean, this is just a... I can't say I hated it, right? I can't say I didn't have fun. But this is one janky-ass motherfucking game, Moody. <laughs> like, this is very janky. Um... So it comes with a qualifier that, like, I played it with Avril. We had fun. She was streaming. So, you know, you know you know what it's like. When you're in streaming, when you're streaming, you're in entertainment mode, right? You're trying to entertain people who are going to be there. And even when I'm on someone else's stream, I'm still trying to be entertaining with whatever I'm playing. So, like, I had fun with it. Probably not in the way the developers intended. Like, they, you aren't wrong that there is so much wrong with the game. Uh, in terms of like from a technical standpoint um and in terms of decisions that have been made like mm -hmm. with the game with the game design itself like i think has issues but like if you get some friends together and you just want to mindlessly push buttons and kill things and you've got game pass because i wouldn't recommend this game at full price um you can have a decent amount decent amount of fun with it for a few hours like i think i wouldn't ever i wouldn't ever message you ever and be like do you want to play dark alliance but i think if you were like i'm yeah. gonna do a dark alliance stream i would go if i wasn't obviously busy i would just go yeah all right cool like i'll i'll see how how much more hideous gear i can find <laughs> for my character um <laughs> So like yeah, you've I think you've got a wide range of options for your next question there, Moody. <laughs> I think there's a lot of threads you can pull on from from those sort of orphaning statements. Well, it sounds like the only real redeeming issue was the game for this game was that's co-op and you had a 
slash and fun sometimes and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. So I mean half half the amount of time we were laughing at the way my character was walking. Oh my god. For some reason, my character, like, so you know how, like, you do the thing where you don't push this analog stick all the way and you walk yeah. instead of run. My character mm -hmm. had a normal walking animation, but for some mm -hmm. reason, Avril's character had the weirdest walking animation of all time. And we literally, <laughs> we, I think we spent 10 minutes in the hub, like, before a mission, just looking at it, just being like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? It's like some sort of sideways on? glide. It was just... Like somewhere between between a moonwalk and and tripping over your own feet, like, <laughs> which is what I do when I try to moonwalk. Incidentally. Okay, okay. So it sounds like this game is very buggy. It sounds like it's arguably still a bit broken, and that they yeah, probably should have like, delayed this probably yeah, till probably. like another six months. Maybe yeah, probably. Longer. Like. So there's there's one point in in the hub we were, we were we were waiting to, to go onto a mission, and Amy got absolutely stuck in the wall, and she she literally couldn't do anything. I had to start the mission to force it to get her out 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 of the. Uh... I was trying everything. I was trying everything. Um, like I don't I don't think broken. I never like it never broke. Right. Like I would never like describe the game as unplayable. Um. It's that sort of like level below where it's just like it's janky as fuck and it's really noticeable. So like, we we both had frame rate issues um, as we were playing the game. But like, there were a lot of entertaining bugs, like the walking glitch. There were annoying ones. Like it never felt like it never felt like the game was in sync with itself. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know whether it was a network issue, like a netcode thing. It always felt like. There was like a lag between the, the there was input lag basically is what it felt like you push a button and the thing doesn't happen <clears throat> quite as quickly as it probably should happen yeah. um or like a sword will hit the enemy but it won't register it's almost like it won't register the hit for like half a second like stuff like that um which is pretty makes makes an action melee game <laughs> pretty mm -hmm. difficult where it's like and i need to dodge but i have to anticipate the dodge because i have to push the button half a second before I know I need to push the button. <laughs> I know I, I, I was I was playing um a ranger so I so I was doing range attacks. So I didn't have the same issue so much with uh button pressing as, as as Amy, but what I did notice hugely was the en was the enemy's um lack of a I wasn't gonna say poor AI, but it's a lack of AI. Yeah. In some cases, I could literally just stand back, pepper them with arrows, and they would, would just stand there and take it. Well, so we did that one boss fight, right? Oops. Where I was, because yeah. I, I played, I played a couple of different characters. We did that one boss fight where I was the big dude with the hammer, and like <laughs> Moody, I mean game critic, right? Like I, I, I pull at games, I prod games, I try things in games that like no ordinary person would do. So like we were just fighting this boss one time, and I realized like this boss is tracking me, but it's. It's like if I stay a certain distance to its side, it's not going to hit me because of how fast I can move. And so it's on Alfie's stream, I imagine, where she's just standing back, shooting this boss with arrows, and I'm running around in circles, and it's just it's just spinning on the spot, like trying to track oh, me. Cool. And I'm just like I'm just going, like it's like, what is this? And like I said to you on the on the stream, like what is this AI like this? Yeah. This is bad. It does this seem like it's a poorly uh, coded AI. It sounds like it. Yeah. I can't judge it because obviously I didn't play it. So, but um, going off what you're saying, yeah, it sounds like it's been a poorly coded yeah. game in general. 
I mean, especially the AI. There was one point where this was off stream because this was was when I was was soloing it. Um, but uh, there was one point where there's a a boss um, in like a ravine, and I was literally just standing up on on the ledge, and I thought, I just wonder, and I and I peppered it with arrows, and it was taking the hits. Um, it was standing right in front of um, there's like ice spikes where if you go into them, you will start freezing. Um, and my arrow was knocking him back. And he vented, and he wasn't doing any reacting to it, and he ended up going into the ice pack spikes and just stood there whilst he was taking damage. I, I didn't even need to, need to shoot arrows, and he was just like, "It's, it's a hell of a thing to to for me personally. This is a me personally thing based on what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks. It's a hell of a thing to go from this game to Dark Souls, <laughs> like that really provided, yeah, that really yeah. provided a contrast. I feel like to to, yeah. to what I was playing in this and then what i was playing in, in dark souls 3 yeah well it's a, i feel for you because this is the second drag D D dungeons and dragons game that's come out this year that's basically just hasn't worked for you wildermyth uh, is the yeah, best dungeons and dragons game ever made yeah all right that's right i said it yeah. <laughs> um no it's like it's an entertaining game for sure mm -hmm. and like you can have fun with it like it's just I used to play the Dark Alliance games back on the PS2. Um, so I was quite, like, cautiously hopeful about this being, again, a fun time. I wasn't looking for, for like, Hades level, you know what I mean? Like, Last of Us Part Two level gameplay here. I was just looking for something. I could get some friends together, have some fun, and we just beat the shit out of some orcs, dwarves, whatever the fuck, you know, we're fighting. And... To an extent, that's what I got. Yeah. Like, so I can't... Like, I can't, like, be too critical of the, the overall game experience because I kind of got what I was looking for. Just, it could have been... It feels like it could have been tightened up. Like the, I, th I think I'm coming from it from a slightly different perspective because I've never played the original Dark Alliance. So, for me, just seeing Dungeons & Dragons, Wizards of the Coast, all I then linked it with was just standard tabletop D&D, &D, uh, which is where I was expecting sort of more of that sort of experience coming through. Um, so it's, it's, it's interesting that we're coming from it from different angles and yet are same, finding the same sort of things annoying and same sort of issues with the game. Yeah. And yeah. it's if you're going in expecting a hack and slash and not particularly expecting it to be that good a game. Just expecting a, you know, just going in for a laugh. Have it on Game Pass because if you're buying it full price, it's definitely not worth it. Um, but if, if you're going in for, you know, expecting a couple of hours of fun, and you've got Game Pass, then I think it's it's a it's a good get. But um, yeah, like I think if I think a bit couple patches fix whatever's going on with. Uh the net code um which is what i assume is that is the issue like i think you got a, a fairly fun experience for a few hours um like one of my one of my issues with the game is is the i guess the angle that they talk with it where it's just like obviously i mean we've all at least seen hack and slash games usually like isometric affairs like from 
some sort of zoom distance and you just you run around and you just beat the crap out of everything like like diablo but with less thinking and like that's what the old dark alliance games were but like this they've they've moved it the camera so it's like a full-on third person game which it's not a great one and uh, the lock-on camera <laughs> like and i don't know you probably didn't have too much experience with this because you applied the archer character so you were more aim and shoot but like the lot for, for whatever reason the lock-on character so like you got the camera where you would expect in a in a third person action adventure game but then you if you want to lock on to a to a to an enemy like it's on the screen right now it goes down slightly to the right and it zooms right in and <laughs> And it's just like I lose all awareness of everything that's going on around me. And I am just like locked in on this whatever enemy I'm looking at. And I was just like, I mean, we talked about it on the stream. I was, I was not a fan mm. of that camera, like at yeah. all. Like yeah. it was it was a horrible experience. It was difficult, like when you're fighting the larger enemies, like with that camera locked on, it was difficult to figure out what they were gonna do. <laughs> Never mind what everything around you was trying to do too. Um so I was like I mean, you haven't asked the infam the infamous question yet. But if I was like, "What didn't work for you?" That's the big thing that didn't work for me. I was like, "I don't fucking... think I needed to ask that question." I'm not gonna lie, so I didn't feel like I needed to. So I, uh... yeah, the camera work um, with the lock on camera was just I did not like that at all. Yeah, as someone who likes to play like a slash game where I slash and hack, mm-hmm. I was like, "No, I don't." No, no, no. I tell you what I did like though. The big guy with the big hammer, he's got that attack where if you sprint and you push the button, you do a flying knee. <laughs> like that was lumps. And then things just go flying. And I was like, that was fun. I like that. Wha-bam! It's great. Excuse me. Oh, and the gear looks horrible. Like I'm sorry, it just does. <laughs> like Drizzt is an iconic Dungeons and Dragons character, and I was worried if anyone who was a fan of Drizzt came in April's stream, I was gonna get shouted at because every piece of gear I put on Drizzt was like, well, it's better than stats, but it looks really bad. Which of us had the pirate? Um, it yeah. wasn't me. I had the. Absolutely, I, yeah, I had, I, I had the, uh, the the pirate look at one point, didn't I? I had the oversized Robin Hood cap. Oh, well, yeah. I was like, surely they're not going to cover up Drizzt's iconic silver hair. Oh, no, they are. Oh, that looks bad. And then, like, that, there was a cape that was basically a, a tongue. It looked like a like massive green scaly crocodile tongue. I sent a picture of to Avril after we'd finished streaming. I was like, what the fuck is this? What is this? The gear was just so bad. The, the gear itself, stats, yeah, fine. But the design, they could have come up with better designs. Like I'm, I'm sure there's like really cool looking end game stuff, right? Mm. Um, but the early game stuff looks. Drake, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I like, I like to try and blunt my criticisms of games because I know <laughs> that there's, there's real people on the other end of of criticisms. Yeah. But yeah, it's not great. Sorry. Final thoughts, Elf. On Dark Alliance. Um, yeah, I've said it, but before, but um. If you're looking for a couple of hours of good fun, um, well, I say good fun, a, c- a couple of hours of fun, um, and you've got Game Pass and you've got a spare 50 gig, I think it is. It's pretty big. Uh, it's pretty big to download. Um, then, yeah, give it a shot. Um, but don't don't be expecting something that you're going to sink hours and hours and hours into. Um, 
Uh, but if you've got a few friends that want to want to get around to 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 to, to play it, um, but yeah, it's not something that I would would highly recommend. I think if you're looking for a D and D experience, I'd recommend Wildermyth over way over um, way over this. Funny thing is, Wildermyth is not technically a D and D. It's not Dungeons and Dragons. I you know. had two of those games this year, and it's both been a bit. <laughs> Mixed for people. Yeah. Any final thoughts on Dark Alliance? Um, I'm just watching the. Sorry, I was just watching the footage. There's rocks flying through the air, and it's like I don't know where those rocks have come from. They couldn't have come from the lava, because the lava's over there. What? What is? Sorry. Um, the yeah, like a couple of patches down the road. Once things have have been tweaked a little bit, and it's a bit less janky um like and you've got game pass and you can get some friends together to have a good time if if you want to play something that's not too like you know strenuous on the on the old brain for example but like i wouldn't go out with my way to play it again yeah which is a shame because i want i want i like I want, you know me moody i want to like everything i play but sometimes that yeah. just doesn't happen yeah it is a shame sadly that, that does happen, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, well, that's three games down, ladies and gentlemen. We now got to the final game, and it's just a demo. It was this, and this just me. I believe it's just me talking about it, or did you play? I as well, played this demo at EGX, so in 2019, because that was on the last one. So, no, we're not going to talk about it with you. That's all right. I mean, I remember bits of it. Like, <laughs> and I remembered enough to be really excited that it's coming out this year. <laughs> Christ Tales, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's going to be available on Nintendo Switch, PC, the Playstations, and the Xboxes. It's also going to be on Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass. Is it? Um, yes. Oh, shit. I've been saving money on my Playstation for that game. I don't need to anymore. I could spend the money yeah. on something. Yeah, it's confirmed <laughs> it's coming to Game Pass, yeah. Uh, I was saying that to myself, thinking, wait, do I? oh, wait, does this sound give us? So, hang on. The... So, like, end of July, like, the two games that I'm really looking forward to are Christ Tales and Death Star, and they're both going, oh my god, Xbox. <laughs> what are you Xbox doing? Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, four days before that, you're going to be occupied by racing F1 tracks with me. Um, yeah, we need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> You forget every other game by then, but okay. Uh, it's coming out July 20th, 2021. I only played the demo. The demo's about an hour, hour and a half long, give or take, depending on how fast you get through. It's developed by Dreams, Incorporated, and I'm just going to say S-Y-C-K. I'm not, I don't want to attempt to say how to say that. Sync? Sick. Sick? S-Y-C-K. Sick. Sick, bro. Uh, uh, genres are an adventure and it's an RPG. A description is discover a unique combination of branching stories, innovation, com innovative combat, a classic RPG uh, game gameplay in Christ Tales, ex exciting and unforgettable exploration exploration of how our uh, actions echo our how our actions echo through time. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say. I fell in love with what I played in. Fucking amazing, isn't it? Oh my god. Oh One my god. Art style is stupendous. It is a sexy ass looking game, this art style. I don't have any photos for it, by the way, YouTube viewers, yeah. sorry. Yeah, it is a sexy ass game. It is really, really beautiful. And if you are a classic RPG fan, this game is for you this year. This game literally screams of something that could be something really big and unique. It's to what it's to, what its combat is so 
it's just it's it's simple normal RPG element, but because of the character's main power, you can go forward and backwards in time. And and that if you change that, you can make your you can make your enemies weaker depending on the part you put them in, backwards or forwards and everything. And it's really 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 good. I really like the part of that. It's all voice acted. I really like that. There's always there's those that's the main issue when it comes to indie games for me. Reading is not my forte, so I need so I need that voice acting part to it. If you're watching the video, ladies and gentlemen, or listening to audio, I would suggest watching the video because Amy's showing the gameplay via her phone. <laughs> By putting it up to the screen, her screen. Um, the character is so unique and so interesting, and I can't wait to see what else she does into this game. Her this is the in-game art style, by the way. Yeah, I can't really say much about because obviously I can't. I only played so much, but it's just so. It's the art style, the the uniqueness of the characters, just from the first hour I played, was literally made me go, "I have to play this game when it comes out." And do you want to? Yeah, sorry. I, I really, really liked what I played. I was just like, "That was really good. That was really, really good." Damn. Do you want to talk about why there's a triangle in the middle of the? Yeah, the that game. is very unique. Yeah, yeah. So there's a triangle right in the between your cap, in the in your screen, and like I say, you can literally change the change, to go backwards or forwards in time, or you can even send your frog friend to go backwards or forwards in time and collect certain items that you may need to help to bring it to the past or bring it to the future or bring it to the present or etc. Type of thing, basically. Yeah. So and um, there's it's like really go on. No, no, you go for it. I was just saying it's. I really enjoyed the, just the uniqueness from that. I was just like, that's a very interesting idea because, because of, because you see, so in the set, there's a triangle. You're in the center of the triangle. So when you move the screen, the pictures on the left, what is the past? So you can see what it used to look like. So if you see a character in the present, you move that and move him into the past. You see what he looked like in the past. Or if you put them into the future, you see what happens to him or them in the future. So they could be not dead, they could be dead, they could be older with kids or something like that. And it's, I really like that. It's just like showing what could be. It's yep. really, really fun. Yeah, it has like implications for like the combat and puzzles as well. Like I remember one yeah. from, the, from the demo that I played where it's like, planet, you're like, how do I get to this thing? And it's like, plant a tree of the present. And in the future, it's a tree. <laughs> so it's the same demo. It's the same it's demo. The same demo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'll say that right now. All right. Cool. Like, yeah, it was a good demo. Like, you know me, really. I, I don't sit at EGX for an hour playing a game, but I fucking did with this. <laughs> and you know what it was? It was. It was the art style. It was. It was. You've been to EGX, so you know, like with the indies and stuff. Yeah. It's like it was one booth. It was one thing, and it was just like the art of the the main character like on the thing and i just went and i was just drawn towards it like what's this <laughs> and then he, and then the guy was like ooh, pretty. <laughs> yeah i was like ooh, pretty and then it was like what's this like to the developer who was standing next to the station he was like it's a jrpg inspired game and i just went and then like the thing they're sold give me the controller <laughs> now go away <laughs> now leave <laughs> because shoot <laughs> To social distance before it became popular, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> a room full of 70,000 nerds. 
thousand nerds. Jesus. Um, I can't say much more about this game. Like I said, it's only a demo it's what a I demo. played. I, but it's, I really a lot of really had a lot of fun with this. And it's out this month. Like. Yeah, it's out in literally two two and a half weeks. Um, if Game Pass. Game Pass. Um, if we're doing if we're doing demos. I did play a couple of demos during E3 that I never got a chance to talk about. Yeah, I missed out on some of them. If you want me to like quickly oh, like it. sell you some more, sell you on some more games. So you saw one, which is Sable. You've already sold me on one of them, which I tried to play the demo on, and then the demo went. I didn't realize it was locked at a certain time, so it's, I missed out on E3. three fucking demos. It so annoyed me. It's E3, man. Right. So um, yes, Sable. Sable was the first one which I streamed, and I loved every. Back flipping second of it, like it's such a serene, peaceful, like chilled game. Like, and it's just like if you imagine like Breath of the Wild without fighting, like it's kind of like that. Like it, the de- in the demo, you you're building the because you know like the ca- in the in the trailers and stuff, the characters like exploring the world on this bike. It's like a hover bike thing. So you're building. You're on one of those. That was the demo that I was doing, um, and like the art style, like for Chris, like Christ Sales, like for for this is just absolutely jaw droppingly, amazingly, incredibly beautiful. Um, so again, like you know, drawn to that, like totally. It's also coming out in Game Pass later this year. <laughs> I would just say that, yeah, coming to Game Pass. Um, and I was I've been excited for this game since I saw it, like. In, in sort of a similar fashion as Cuphead, when 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 you, when we all first saw Cuphead for like three seconds, you're in a sizzle reel and kind of all collectively on the internet just went, what was that? <laughs> like, it was like you saw Sable for like five seconds, you're in a sizzle reel, 183, and we all just went, what was that? That looked amazing, <laughs> and like it's been it's it's been a while, um, but like now finally getting my hands on to play it, Sable was a lot of fun, like. There was like some environmental puzzle solving and just some traversal puzzles and just exploring this world. And like, I just explored like a small area of it around sort of like your home camp before you do your thing where like all of the people in this camp, like when they come of age, they go and explore the world and then come back. And it's like, I haven't done that part yet, but I'm really looking forward to it because (laughs) I want to see what the rest of this world has. September 23rd, it comes out. Um... The other ones that I played. I'll talk about two other ones. I did Game Deck, but I don't want to talk about that because like it's this huge RPG. Never play demos of those. <laughs> <laughs> because you cannot get the full scope of that game in a demo. And it's very difficult to talk about. I'm looking forward to it. But um, Road 96, I played the demo of, which is a procedurally generated road trip game. <laughs> I think, is that fair to say? It was the game I tried to stream on that stream, mm-hmm. and then everything went cataclysmically wrong. Um, and in that game, you are, like, it's a political war-torn... It's a war-torn country, and you're trying to get to the border. Um, and some shit's going to go down, and, like, it's it's got some pretty heavy political themes that are very prescient in the modern day, unfortunately. Um... Where it's like, you know, they're cracking down on people trying to, like, leave the country and stuff. And, like, the 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 concept of the game is that, like, every time you start a new road trip, it's going to be a completely different road trip. Like, it's procedurally generated. 
So, I, like, in the demo, there was two. Uh, the first one was pretty cool. Like, you're in a car and you're talking to someone um, in the car and then you do... You go to, a ga- you go to a, like, a gas station, a petrol station, and you get sort of... That's where you get your sort of introduction to, like, what this game is going to be about and, like, how deep does it go and how hard is it going to hit. And you make some choices <laughs> that I'm looking forward to seeing the results of in the future because that's where the demo ends um needless to say i like that that was like acap right but <laughs> then i was like i'll re- it's procedurally generated the demo's over but even that even the demo was like this game is designed to be played multiple times and i was like cool i'll hit new demo and see what happens so then i started new demo and instead of being in the car with the girl and like chilling and chatting i was like oh i'm in this motorcycle and these two guys have picked me up and it's clear to me very quickly that they've robbed a bank. All right, cool. And then we're just, I'm just like, yeah, thanks for the lift. It's fine. Yeah, it's all good. And it's like, oh, shit, the police are chasing us. Oh, fuck, they really are. <laughs> I know, throw the money out of the bag. Throw the money at the cop car. <laughs> like, to distract, like, try and get away from it. So, like, I'd gone from this sort of, like, very sort of, like, like it was, like, two parts of this road trip where it was like it was chilled and nice and wholesome and then you got into sort of like the darker choice based morality kind of thing and then i like started up again and i was like there was these two idiots on a bike and like it was quite fun it was quite funny and lighthearted. and then i'm throwing like wads of cash at this cop car and i was like okay so this game is like going to go in multiple directions for real like <laughs> like this is they're not just joking about this this is definitely going to have a lot of different tones um, and that was fun. Road ninety six. There's no release date for that. It's still saying twenty twenty one. Fingers crossed. <clears throat> Fingers crossed. But I uh, like we like we always say take time. Take so. time. Do do what you got to do. The the game needs optimized for sure. Like it fucked my system up. Um, <laughs> trying to run it, and then I was like, yeah, it was it was a whole thing. Like it, it needs optimized, but it's a pre release demo, so like. I can kind of forgive it for needing optimized when it's an alpha build, right? Uh, the last demo that I played was Stranger of Paradise, which was the Final Fantasy Origin demo, and that was bad. Yeah. I did not enjoy that at all. <laughs> I was like, it's made by the guys who made Neo. They're making a Final Fantasy that's like Neo? That's like a Souls-like? Oh, I'm in! And by the end of the demo, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> Like I'm out. Nothing about that game felt right to me. Like the the, the, the it nothing felt weighty. Nothing felt like it had any sort of impact. And the best I'm gonna use an analogy because I don't want to like talk to you long and keep you all here longer than you have to. But like like so the one thing I will I'll say I'll talk about one mechanic in the game that summed up the experience for me, which was the way magic worked. Because I was like, cool, magic in a game like this. That could be cool. To use the magic, you have to pull up the menu. Right? Makes sense, right? You you know, pull up the menu and select the spell that you want to use. Fire, Blizzard, other Final Fantasy things. When you do it, you lose complete control of your character and can't move. <laughs> in a Souls-like. <laughs> To say that I quickly abandoned that option <laughs> would be an understatement. I thoroughly did not enjoy the game, but 
alpha build. Game's not coming out probably till next year at the earliest. So like maybe they'll tweak it, make some changes to it. Neo is an amazing game. So like I have some faith that they can pull this off. Also, like all of the memes about chaos was spawned from that the trailer for that game. And they were fun. They don't mention chaos that much in the demo, but it was like in the trailer about 50 times the guy was like, I'm here to kill chaos. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why does the main character just is just wearing a t-shirt? He's just wearing a t-shirt. What what's that all about? <laughs> Characters do seem severely from... out of place. Yeah, I was going to say like it feels like you're in a Final Fantasy world, but then the three characters cuz you got a party in the game, which is kind of cool, but like there's like the three characters each feel like they're from a different game, but one that isn't old Final Fantasy. Like so all three of them feel like they're from different games entirely <laughs> in yeah. a in a game world that none of them belong in. <laughs> like I don't know what's happening. <laughs> what's going on here. You're crazy. What isn't crazy though, ladies and gentlemen, is the games that we've played and talked about today. Uh, let us know if you're going to try some and everything like that, or let us know if you've if some of them that we've talked about has made you go, I'm going to buy it, like I just did on the game, on the podcast, and everything like that. And I will give my thoughts of it sometime further down the line, because we are the fashionably late reviews, and I'm always going to be late for it. <laughs> <laughs> I've Where got to make the list this whole thing. No, no. <laughs> oh, if you want a list. <laughs> Where can the ladies and gentlemen and everyone find you on the interwebs? I am on Twitch. I am Elf Daughter on Twitch. Uh, I'm also Elf Daughter Crafts on YouTube. I keep meaning to change that. I haven't changed it yet. So still Elf Daughter Crafts on YouTube. But mainly you can find me on Twitch. Um, I stream uh, gaming and I stream a little bit of crafting as well. Um, Good variety streamer on there. And um, I stream a couple of times a week. I haven't got a set schedule, uh, but you can always find me over there. If you type exclamation mark schedule in our Twitch chat, the bot just goes, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Yeah. So I feel yeah, that. We just like go, I might stream. Yeah, I'll stream. That's how it is, basically, for me and Amy and whatnot. Yeah. Whenever we, whenever one of us decide to stream and everything, but um, whenever I've got free time, basically. Basically, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, Alpha, hopefully that you will play something else further down the line, and we will get you back on soon as, as soon as possible. I did it, Rudy. Remember where I was saying like last week, like, last time, whenever we were talking to Joe, and I was like, the, the whole point of starting this podcast was so we could invite our friends on to talk about games, and I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm inviting our friends yeah. to talk about games. It's great. Cool. So I look forward to who you're going to bring on next week. And then two weeks' time. Well, two weeks' time is a backlog episode, so it might just be us, but... The week after, when, like, nine new games come out in a week, might be invited. talking about all nine games. That's when the invitations might start going out. (laughs) Help us. (laughs) Help us. Because Moody won't play them. (laughs) You'll play one. I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully getting you a code for one of them. Yes, 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 yes. Hopefully. Which one's that again? Oh, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm obviously not going to say <laughs> I'm trying to remember for myself, not for you to see online. I swear to you. That was literally me just forgetting. Uh, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. As always, uh, please hit that subscribe button, hit that like button to share across the world. Let us know that we're fashion. Let them know that we are fashionably late. 
I'm making this up. I don't care. Let's get out of here. Bye, everybody. Bye, Wildermith. <laughs> yeah, bye, <laughs> Wildermith, like I did. Wildermith. <laughs>